Hey, this is Shelly Zan, and this is the Impact Over Influence podcast. I hope that you receive whatever it is that God has for you today. Okay, everybody, um, this is going to be our very first guest podcast on the Purpose in the Process, just kind of series that we're doing, and I have my friend Whitney here with me, and she is nervous as a cat, so y'all just go ahead and start praying for her. Right now, as we open up, just be like, Lord be with Whitney, because she has got something awesome to bring today. And um, I'm excited for it. She is a wife and a mom. Um, she's a hairstylist like me. But how long have you and Justin been married? Uh, Pop quiz. I'm like 12 <laughs> years. I think 12, 12 years. I knew it had been a while. but Yeah. Um, and you have two babies. What are their names? Uh, Tyne and Stevie Jane. Tyne and Stevie Jane. I just love that, Stevie Jane. She looks Thank like you. a Stevie Jane, too. Um, so where's your hair salon at? Right there in Grosbeck, across from Bushes. In Grosbeck, that's right. So it's not too far from here. And um, me and Whitney um, have known known each other, known of each other, but I feel like we really got connected after a women's conference last year. And so um, God just, he speaks to me so much through her. She's a writer. She's a, um, you are very uh, prophetic when it comes to words. Words mean a lot to you. And so today we're going to talk about God's word. And what all it has um, in the podcast, you haven't heard this yet, Whitney, but mm-hmm. this week we've been talking about resilience, about keeping on going, about bouncing back, how traumatic events are going to happen, um, bad times are going to happen, valleys are going to happen, but it's the comeback that matters. You know, God wants to produce perseverance in mm-hmm. us and to mature us. And so um, you've been doing a Bible study on Elijah, and I do not think that's a coincidence, the fact that the timing is set up right now. That we talk about resilience, we talk about that, and I think that God has hand in Elijah um, for so many, so many ways to do with that. Um, but before we talk about that, I want you to talk about your kind of go-to verse for this season. So okay. I remember it's Romans, but I can remember where it's Romans twelve two. Okay, uh, that's just kind of what I pray over myself, my family, my friends, uh, like our Bible study, everything. But it's. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, my friend Devin had taught us, like, you need to pray scripture over, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. Well, I don't, I cannot tell you exactly how this came to me, but when it came to, you know, when they say it comes off the page, it's everywhere. It yeah. just and I were on a way to a wedding and it came across the radio and he already had told him about it. And so he, we were like looking at each other like, Oh my goodness. But, um, I just feel like it's really important to me right now. It's been like a fire inside me ever since a couple of events that have happened. And that verse is just, it's everywhere I go. I hear it today of all things flipping through Facebook. I saw it yeah, and I was like, it's just confirmation after confirmation. But to me, it's like we get so caught up in our, we box in normal or we, what we think is right or whatever. And it's like, it's the furthest thing from it. Right. Um, and I catch, you know, wanting to teach my kids the word, teach them everything, but I couldn't teach it without knowing it. And so I had to get in it. And I think we're conformed to the world every day. I, we just are, we fall in short daily and we fall into all these things, but we don't have to be. We well, can it's just learn the word. Us. It is. It's, everywhere you yeah, go. Thrown everything. at us. Accept this. Um, do this. You know? Yeah. And it's like we get caught up. And I mean, I think even social media and influencer got to have those. They're called key, but everybody in Grosbeck calls them Quay. Whatever. Yeah. But the sunglasses. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. see that and you're like, 
oh, we got to have these sunglasses. Everybody's wearing, man, they're cute. They're nice. You know, it sounds so crazy, but it's like, we're, do you have the means to go buy these sunglasses? Do they, does that fit into? Do they even look you, good on you? Yeah, yeah. Do they look yeah. good? But I'm saying we're just, con- it's just constant. It's changed so much from when we were children to now. And it's like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like we are so conformed that it, that, but you don't have to be. And I caught myself wanting to not be conformed and wanting to know the word better. But, you know, we've talked about this, you and I know, but like go into a Bible study or Sunday school or church even, sometimes it's a little intimidating because you feel like, okay, these people have their life together. They know it all. Like, man, I want what she's got. I want what they want, but how do I get that? And you're, when you're not in it and you don't know, you don't even know that it's an option to, to understand it. But it's like our Sunday school teachers, she says, you know, every uh, body in here, it's a hospital. It's not, we're all sick. Yeah. We're all, and we all bring things to the table. And so to me, like a, a Bible study and a Sunday school, it is all so much important to me. Now I was the type of person that went you know, on Sunday and you bring your back and you listen, you leave there feeling good, hot dog. This is a good week. And then I would catch myself not picking that Bible back. I might do a devotional or something like that, but I'm at the point now where I've come to realize, okay, this is my daily bread. I have to have it. I have to wake up and study it because it's that important to me. And I can't teach my kids if I don't know it. And I know we were talking about this in our Bible study today, but you know, it's also not just learning the word and doing it. It's also your kindness, your gentleness, all those things that that you should have and want to have. But I know we talked about that, but my mom, she didn't have to go tell me, oh, she's a Christian. Yes, I saw her give her testimony at church, but she, her actions to me spoke that she was a Christian woman. You know, mm-hmm. her always putting others first. My aunt's. And my mother-in-law, like, I'm so grateful for them. But I have come from a strong foundation of women that have showed me these things. Like I said, not just in the Bible, but their actions show you that's a Christian. These women put everyone in front of themselves. You know, they put themselves on the back burner and they're always a servant of the Lord. And anyone that knows my aunts, anytime something happens, they're cooking for them. My mother-in-law would bend over backwards, turn flips, tricks, whatever, to provide for my children you know they just their actions speak you Mm -hmm. know but I feel like in today's world we are just we're so conformed and we're so caught up in the wrong things that 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 seems so far reach until you actually start studying and learning and it's like I caught myself going to this friend asking for advice you know and no go pray about it and go get in the word and you'll find the answer it may not always be what you want yeah. or like, or you may not want to hear it or do it, but it's there. And it's like, I don't know, this scripture is just everywhere for me right now. And I'm just firm in it. And I feel like he's just put it on my heart to really like to to understand it and to try to change and to want to be better. Yeah. yeah. And just to be active and yeah. not conforming. It's yes. not about, and not just not conforming to these things, but Yes, conforming to these other things. Yes. Um, I want to touch on the way that we're taught being wrong. You know, I think that the example set before us is what all of us go to. It's our default. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that was our example. And if you don't have the example of Jesus, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. But you still have a conscience before you have the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. 
So you may not know, but you still know, okay, I shouldn't do this or this is wrong. It makes you uncomfortable. You see, you're compelled to know, hey, this is a red flag. You know, so when it comes to conforming, I think that it comes so much from our habits and the way we're taught. And that's why it's so important for us to teach our kids different and for us to know, okay, maybe just because my dad did it this way or my grandma did it that way or my best friend for 17 years has Mm -hmm. done it that way. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. It means that I'm conforming to what they're they're doing and they're wanting me to do instead of having my own biblical biblical opinion that's rooted in truth. Exactly. But you can't know until you know. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. And I feel like for so many years, like I I would ask for forgiveness. I'd turn around and do the same thing, but I'd ask for forgiveness. And then I just, I know we talked about this before, but it was like, I was like Santa Claus with this big old sack carrying around all my baggage Yeah. and it was heavy Yeah. and it was not fun, but I did, I was asking forgiveness. I wasn't always changing my ways. And then I wasn't wanting to change because I wanted to still do what Whitney wants to do, you know, or whatever. But I, I was so like poisoning my own self with my thoughts of the shame, the guilt, the, all the things that he had forgiven me of. You know, but I just carried it around and that's not normal. That's not what he wants us to do. Right. Why why would I but when you're you're just going on Sunday, you're not getting that. You're not understanding that. Yeah. And so I'm like the freedom that it brought me from, you know, being redeemed of all that is you can't describe it. I can't sit here and tell you about it. You have to experience it yourself because it's I can't describe how good it is. But it it was just an amazing I remember one time Literally in the shower, like just praying so hard, just cry. You know, I get out, tell Justin, he's like, it's fine, babe. And I'm like, it is fine. But, you know, I need to tell you these things. I'm going through these things. And, you know, I mean, let's just be honest here. I I do everything in my life backwards. Yeah. I just that person. Like (laughs) I sent a friend a, a, a TikTok the other day and it was like, this is. Becky, are you embarrassed to be Becky's friend? And she's walking across the rocks like they had algae or whatever. And she like eats it. And I'm yeah. like, that is me. You know, yeah. I just, I do everything backwards. I learn the hard way with things. It's like, I can't ever just do right. You know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm like this horrible person, but I'm just saying I can't ever, I never like, yeah, I have to learn the hard way and I do everything backwards. But in that Elijah study, that's what just a couple of weeks ago, that's what it taught me. Like even God had him do things that didn't make sense at the time. Like wet the wood, who wets the wood before they're starting a fire? I mean, it may be like, well, that's not going to work, but he did that. And he had those people call out, you know, if you're, your God ball will call out to, you know, to him and see how that works for you. He did it humbly. I'm saying it not very much. Right. Probably, I know but you that's just how I am. But, um, so he did that and then it didn't work. And so they're like, Hey, I'm, he goes, I'm going to call out to the one true God. Right. And guess what? We got fire, you know, but it's just, it doesn't always seem obvious. It doesn't. And so I'm like, I look back over my, and I'm like, man, oh, I did that. But then I catch myself trying to tell other people, Hey, I did this and this isn't right. And don't do that. Don't fall victim to it. Don't what you've got going is right and stick by that and know that. You know, I just, like I said, I do so many Right, we all do. We all do. Backwards. But I I loved that he showed me that in that study because I'm like, he did that too. And sometimes there's a purpose and sometimes there are different turns we take. But there, he has an end goal with all of it. Yeah. 
I want to um, talk about while we're on the Elijah subject. I'm. I want you to talk about how he didn't conform. How we were. We were. Well, we were talking earlier about how there was how many, and you were like, you know what? I would have just like blended in with the. 450. Oh yeah, there was four hundred and fifty. Whatever. I just Whatever. like. I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. So um, he. Yeah, and there was he, prophets of Baal. Baal. Yes, and he stood <clears throat> the one person, and I'm like, if I, you put me back in that, I'd probably be like, you know, I'm gonna go over here with these four fifty. Yeah. But he was just so adamant about listening to the Lord and standing for the for his word. Like he just Yeah. That's and not he showed people. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I couldn't have done that. You know, I don't know that I could do that and go up and you would to me you would second guess yourself, like, well, they're all over here, I'm over here. Is this right? You know, but he he trusted and he knew and he he was so obedient is the word. I think too, it reminds me of like things that we're willing to go against the grain for. So as a mom or as a wife, like we would be willing to go against the grain if someone was offending our kid. Yes. We would be like, hold up. No, I'm going to speak out. But we won't do that when people offend our God. I know. When they offend our King, our Lord, mm-hmm. they're offending him. Yep. But if it was our child, we'd stand up. Oh yeah. Mama bear would come out. But we don't do it for him. Instead, yeah. we're like, well, Jesus loves him too. I'm just going to not say anything. Yeah. Because it's so much easier to do that. Because it's conforming. Yeah. It's easier to put the weight off of what we're supposed to do as Christians. And yeah. no, like we're supposed to have that, but do it with gentleness. Paul says, do it with gentleness. Yeah. Um, but I do, I think that we live in such a time where it's like, what is conforming? Like conforming isn't just the big things. It's the little things. It is. Conforming is listening to someone tell a lie about somebody else and not yeah. saying something. Yeah. Conforming is, you know, we can go into all the, all the things, but I want to read um, in Galatians just the acts of the flesh versus the acts of the spirit, because mm-hmm. we can literally me and you got a testimony. We could write a book over it, right? So we can say like the all the, the acts, bad, the ugly. That's right, all the all of it. But I just want to read this real quick. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want to. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious: sexual immorality, check, impurity and debauchery idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, um, decisiveness, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Idolatry. That's what obviously they had in Baal, but we idolize our phones. We idolize our finances. everything. Yeah. Other people. Yes. Self-comparison. All all of it. Check, check, check. That's right. You know, um... I feel like, you know, selfish ambition, drunkenness, been there many times. Oh, yeah. Um, hatred. And I want to I want to talk on something about witchcraft because um, dealing with the teenagers a lot, we've been talking about witchcraft. What is it? What is it not? And, like, I was a person, I read my horoscope all the time. Like, I had a T-shirt that said Leo on it. Like, I remember reading But I didn't know. And so back to yeah. what we were talking about earlier, sometimes we're just taught wrong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know yeah. that you're conforming, yeah. but you are conforming. But so, that's why it's so, and it, it's a spiral effect to me. Like you go to this level, then it's to this level. And then before you know it, you can't even see right anymore because you are so into And you're like, wow, whew. you look back. I look back on some of the times in my life and I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Like I said, I, I like to do things backwards, but um, yeah, it, it is a big deal. You're talking about witchcraft. I don't really even know for sure what that means. <laughs> I'm like, let's just be honest here. But uh, I do know a woman uh, and 
she just, you know, accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. Yeah. And I went up and gave her a hug and she said, um, I thought when I mentioned to the church that I had I don't not performed, I don't know what you say, had engaged in witchcraft that, that everybody would want to run me out. She's like, y'all are hugging me. And yeah. I'm like, we love you. And I said, your testimony is going to help someone else's. Right. Now someone you know. else might be battling that and you're going to be able to help them. Like, we, we love you. We are so proud for it, you know. And it was just an amazing thing to watch her and hear, you know, and she, to be so bold and to be so obedient in his word and, and to tell, hey, I'm not just accepted. You know, this is what I battled. You that's know, right. I mean, I, that's hard to do. It is to just and, expose your sin. But yeah. the thing is, if you won't expose it, that means you will not confront it. Yes. And you can't be redeemed from it until you confront yes. it. That's why like salvation in itself is saying, look, I'm a sinner. Yeah. I need a savior. Yes. Then boom, that's the start to it all. And yeah. so that's the thing is you just don't know. But when you're around God and his people and definitely hearing his word, he exposes what you didn't know before, yeah. what you were conformed to. He yeah. says, hold up, hold up. Let's transform you now yeah. by letting me renew your mind. And that's where it all starts is you don't know until you know. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think that we've all gone into all those acts of the flesh because that's how we're made. Yeah. We naturally are born wanting to be the way that we are. And so transforming ourselves through Christ is the only way that you're not going to be conformed. Yeah. I say all the time in our Bible study, but I'm like, it's like you got this loaf of bread and the loaf, the one piece gets mold. Well, do you want to be the good mold or the bad mold? And I have been the bad mold a lot. But I'm saying it just steadily, it goes to the whole loaf of bread, right? And then the whole, it's a, like a bad apple or anything else. But I don't want to be the bad mold anymore. Yeah. I have I have been bad mold several times, but I don't want to do that. And I want to teach my children that the word, I do. I, I just, and I think that they, as they grow up, they will encounter things. And so... We, like I said, we went to, I grew up going to church and we went to Sunday school. Did we go every single Sunday? No, but we went a lot of Sundays. But I feel like uh, it's so important for me now to teach my children the word and different things and different aspects of it than just, hey, it's not just a Sunday thing. I'm not trying to go, oh, we got to learn this, 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 this. But I feel like implementing it in different ways will, I hope, make a difference in their lives because I, I feel like you go back to those roots. You may stray away, but you, you always go back to your roots. And I think of the roots my mom gave me, and man, I went way far away from them. But they're always there, and you eventually find your way back to those roots. Because I was about to say, but did you? Because the Bible says, train a child in the way you should go, and he will return to it. And that's what you did. Because if we all stay on this you know, path of righteousness, we would be close to Jesus because he was the one that was already perfect. But the thing is, then we wouldn't have him show up big in our lives because yeah. when we're weak, he is strong. Yeah. So the weakness has to be there in order yeah. for the strength to be displayed. Yeah. And I think that when I think about that, you know, the ways that we go backwards sometimes, even after salvation, um, the part of redemption and reconciliation is that he's still there performing that same thing in us because that's what grace is. Yeah. So grace is being like when I am being conformed to the world. You show me grace to yes. still allow me to come to you and be transformed. I thank him daily for that grace. Yeah, yeah. And his patience. What kind of ways do you feel like he's um, been transforming you? 
Hmm, that's a good question. All the above, really, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of ways, honestly, down to like, uh, you know, it, it started in a lot of different areas, but down to the music I listen to, the, the everything. He just starts changing and it, I don't know. There's a lot of ways. I'm like. Well, I think that, I love that you say that too, because that's something that a lot of people would think is so small. It, like when we say like, you know, transforming your mind, yeah. we think like a total shaking, yes. but really it's habits. Yeah, it is. And I feel like <laughs> you get so stuck in these things back to that, what you think is normal that when you do start, cha- but it's like, to me, when little things start changing, yes, it, it's like a, it's like the moldy, the mold just yeah. goes to the whole, lo- you know, it goes to every area of your life and different things. And he makes you see things different. It's like you're looking at your life a whole different way, but it's like eating healthy and everything else. I mean, it's like you have to retrain. I know. I know. Uh, your appetite. Yeah. Of like what, everything. What your body. And I think that just like the music, like if you hear a song with a bad word in it, well, then you're going to speak the bad word. Yeah. Well, then your kids are hearing the bad yes. word. Yes. And then you, you know see I mean? them singing a song and you're like, holy like, moly. That, or I'll go, our rap music wasn't that bad. Let me turn on some Nelly. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in, like, not to, I was like, what well, wasn't that bad? And then you look, and then you look at your kid. You're like, yep. Nope. Yeah. Um, yeah. But not I that know. they don't hear their fair share, but I'm just saying we try. They know, yeah. They know. I mean, in the car, we're listening to different music. We listen to Christian music now at, home they know I've always got it going Justin always says you really got to listen to music all the time and I'm like I just I enjoy it yeah and you know it's funny because the kids pick up on it and they start singing it well most songs have scripture in them and so then they're starting to learn learn that and they don't even know it you know know. and it's like it's how how much better does it get than that I know and then they're anchored in something that they don't even understand yeah versus a lyric about something totally yeah it's never going to be beneficial yeah it's like why would I not do that but I mean that the littlest example makes someone who doesn't do these things be like oh it's really not that big of a deal but it is yeah it really is and and down to like you know I would wake up and pray sometimes not every single morning I'm just gonna go ahead and say I might wake up and scroll Facebook or what? What do you get out of that? Nothing, uh, nothing, not one thing. I know. Uh, but so now I'm like, you know, I don't miss that opportunity, and it is it's crucial for me for my day to go well. Yeah. And I think that if you're not, if I'm not learning it and seeing it and trying to retain it, then I can't be actionable with it, and I can't teach my kids. I can't have, you know, things are chaotic and not. Not right. Not that you still don't have those days, but when right. I'm in this, it grounds me a little more, and I'm like, okay, there's my calmness. There's there's where the word is. That's what he tell he tells me this. Right. You know. Well, and because of the second part of that verse, and I'm going to read it again real quick. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So that's what you're saying is, even though that you have that, when things get thrown at you, you're able to have the discernment because you've been transforming your mind to say. Hold up, hold up, hold up. This might have been what's was, but this ain't going to be what is. Yeah. So for years and years, like, so, you know, my mom got sick. And so then I'd worried over that or whatever. But I caught myself for years, like, looking for the next thing to worry. Like, oh, oh, that's good. And I'm like, that's horrible to think about. And now I'm like, I don't think I could be that way. I mean, I still have random things. But, I mean, I, it's like I would go to, the, like, I was supposed to worry. Like, it was my job. Well, that's not your job. He tells you, don't worry. Don't be anxious. Don't mm-hmm. have those thoughts. But, you know, I didn't, 
I wasn't spilling it to everybody. I wasn't telling everybody that, but I was carrying that and dealing with it. And I'm like, you know, I feel like you miss out on certain areas and parts of your life that you'll never get back because you, I mean, you're just, you're so conformed. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm so thankful that I don't have those feeling, that feeling of strife and different things anymore. It's like a, a calmness and a peace and like, Hey, I'm here. You yeah. know, it's like he, he desired that relationship with me forever. He was right there with me. I just wasn't even down to prayer and everything, you know, it's like, I'd be like praying in the heat of the moment, but not praising him oh, and not good. thanking him. And I'm like, now, I mean, most decisions I make, I go into prayer, like, Lord, if this is of you and you want this to happen, you, you're going to make this happen. You know, I don't want it of my own. You know, I want it to be your will and your plan. And I trust you. I didn't do that forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do that now. And it's like, it's so much better. I'm like, I actually get to enjoy my life now because yeah. I'm not having to carry all that. I'm not having to worry. You're not supposed to worry about stuff, but I caught myself wanting to work for what? That is weird. Yeah. I think too. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. We, we sometimes feel like bad that happens in our life. Like, um, I know that when your mom got sick and then she passed away, mm-hmm. um, when you were in high school, that then we can almost think that that's a punishment. Mm-hmm. Like I deserve to lose my mom. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. And that is nothing but the enemy, right? Oh, and he and, will use it. Woof. That's right. Uh, he used it in my first part of my marriage because <coughs> I, I felt like I had a guard up that you could not get down. Like it was awful. And, and Justin would tell me, I want to love you. But it's hard, you know, you won't let me love you like I should let, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but we're not that way anymore. It gives me chills, but it's not that way anymore. But for so many years, I I had that guard up because I was so fearful. I loved him. He was my best friend. He is my best friend. I felt like I would lose him. So it's like I almost would push him away because of that. And that's not, that's not good. And my aunt would tell me, she'd go, Whitney, I have, my, my aunt Sue lost a, uh, her mom when she was 15 and so she raised my mom and then she lost my mom and that was like losing her own daughter wow and so anyways she's been in my shoes she's able she's got faith and roots like i've never seen before but the thing is you gotta you gotta stay tough and i think too i'm resilient yes i gotta stay tough okay but it's like i i hate that i did that and i hate that i robbed the first part of our marriage of of being we have a good marriage. I'm not meaning it like it was this terrible first part of your marriage, but I'm saying I know that I had that guard up and I hate that. And I I remember whenever all this started going into effect, apologizing to Justin, like, hey, I'm sorry that first part of our marriage that I was so hard to let. And he's like, it's okay. It yeah. doesn't matter. You know, he's like, what? That, what he that's years ago. But I told him, I said, God is wanting me to do this and I have to do this. I have to tell you I'm sorry. But I... I don't know. I just, it, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I, I did. I had that guard up and it is a freeing feeling when you don't have that guard anymore. Yeah. It, it, it's like I said, I can't describe it. You just have to, you have to know it and experience it to be able to understand it. And ask God to take it from you. Yes. Being aware that I have this going down, Lord deliver me from it and then keep walking in that deliverance. Not letting yourself be conformed again to what yeah. he's delivered you from. Because yes. we all go back to our default mode. And yes. not saying you will every day of your life. Yes. Some days I'm sure if Justin was here, he'd be like, yeah. some days uh-huh. she's a little hard to love, right? Yep. But overall, like, 
you have renewed your mind because of how God has changed you and transformed the way that you are. But I knew that so many people um, have gone through and I've gone through when bad things happen, I, I look at it as a form of punishment and it's, and it's not. Um, but it's just something that you have to learn to, to bounce back from, be resilient and say, you know what, Lord, difficult times are going to happen, but you tell me that it's okay, but don't stay here. You know, yeah. have my moment with you. Let yeah. you go ahead and process it and, and produce something in me and then move on because I can't grow your kingdom if I'm going to be the, stay in this yeah. um, kind of gutter in a sense. Yes. Um, I want to touch on too that you kept saying that now you pray God's will, God's will. And the thing about God's will is you don't always know God's will, no. right? But the spirit that lives in you does. Yeah. If you're a believer, you possess the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is all knowing because he's God. Yeah. So I think that whenever we pray God's will, it's almost, it's like he take and he does. And the scripture says he takes our words to the throne, but, and he cleans it up. But there's something so powerful in praying things that you don't even know you need to pray for. Yeah. You're just like, I don't know how this needs to go, but I know that you do. And I, because that's saying, I trust you. Yeah. I trust for you to drive so this. hard sometimes. It is. I just always want to control like every situation in my life. Like I never thought I did, but now I really know and see it. And I, sometimes I can pray about it. I'm like, yep, okay, I'm good now. And then I'll be like, but I want this outcome. And you gave me this outcome. No, that's not right. But I, I do sometimes, you know, I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'm good. I'm good. But then I catch myself. You do. You fall right back into it. Like, no, I'm going to control this. This is my decision. Yeah. Not every time, but sometimes. And I I don't want to be that way. You yeah. Because it's almost like if it does go bad, then I can blame myself. Yes. But if it goes bad, I don't want to blame you. Lord. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Or maybe I'm the only one that thinks that way, but it's yeah. It is, and no, it's No, but it's, it's like, even when you feel like it's not the answer you desire or whatever, you know it's protection from him, from yeah, something you may good. not know for years, days, whatever. I'm just saying, but you know it is some form. I know that now. I didn't always know that, but I'm, I feel like I know that now that, okay, this is protection from you. I don't understand it. I don't see it, but I know that you're protecting me from something. But I want to bet, I would just like, totally I wrote this down, is God's no about stuff. Like what you just said, it's so that we don't conform. That's the protection. Mm -hmm. It's saying like, look, I'm not telling you not to watch porn because sex is bad. Mm -hmm. I made a man or woman, but here's the deal. That is conforming to the world and it's distorting mm -hmm. what I meant to be beautiful. So it's yeah. a no for me. Yeah. Why is it a no for me? Because I'm protecting you. Yeah. Why is spending money on the things you don't need to? Like mm -hmm. you started about the sunglasses. Like, did you have the means to do that? Yeah. God's like, I'm not telling you no because I don't want for you to have good sunglasses. Yeah. I'm telling you no because I'm protecting you because yeah. you're going to need money for something yes. different. Yeah. Right? I feel like I went really heavy and then I lightened up a little bit there. But yeah. I just think that that's the enemy's job is to make God say this no, no, no. Just like even the garden. Like, yeah. she had it all. Yeah. God's like, dude, you got it all. Yeah. You have me. Yeah. Right? You have me already. I'm not. They were able to see God's face. Yeah. They had God. But the enemy made them convinced that that wasn't good enough. Yeah. God's way isn't good enough. That's why you need to conform to the world because what the world has is great. It's all appealing. It's all, all about appealing. that package or that prize or that, you know, like you even down to uh, buy this protein powder. It's the leanest, cleanest on the market. Okay, <laughs> well, sign me up. That's the kind I need. I didn't like the taste of that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Everything to me with social media, I don't really watch that much TV, but I don't see commercials because we only have like a smart TV or whatever, but I'm just saying everything is always appealing and it's like just like a book with a book cover or whatever. That book cover looks appealing, but you might go read that book and it might not be that good, That's you right. know, but that cover makes it look so good. And you're like, 
man, this is going to be a good one. You know, it's like the same thing with, with every decision and everything we see in life. Like, in, like we've said, Satan's not hiding. I mean, but he, he makes everything look so appealing or so good or, oh, do this and you get this or, I don't know. I'm just, I'm seeing it a little clearer now and I hope that I continue. I'm like, keep, keep helping me, Lord. Yeah. You know, I think about, and this just came to my mind, so I don't even know what God's going to do with this, but whenever I was younger, um, I never dated a lot. I never had like one boyfriend for nine years, like some of my friends, you know, but I would, I would date and then I would go to another relationship, to another relationship, to another relationship, the older that I got. And it was like what you said. It was like the packaging, like, well, this is hard work and this isn't working out. So I'll just go to the next one because it looks like it's going to be for me. And then that one, and so then it goes to where they're all work. Mm-hmm. If you're jumping from relationship to relationship mm-hmm. or job to job or city to city or whatever you're running from mm-hmm. and you think it's going to be better, it's not. It's going to require yeah. work. It's going to require transformation yeah. and what God's going to do. And that's the only way it's going to produce something, something that is like his will, that is good and pleasing and perfect. Yeah. The grass isn't greener on the other side. you got to water it. That's right. On this or side. it's fake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or and it's that's fake. Thing. Yeah. Um, I was like, what is that other saying? But yeah. It is. And I, we were talking about TikTok earlier about how there's such great things on it. Yeah. And you can be Priscilla Schreier. Oh, yeah. You're like, ooh, this is good. TikTok's not bad. That's right. And then you go to next one. And what did you say you yeah. came across? Um a fortune teller and I'm like holy moly that's what? witchcraft by the way yes okay I know. <laughs> now you know I'm what like, witchcraft I'm like it'll say uh live or what and I'm like but no I was because you know it's the algorithm or whatever yeah. the word is but how it goes but it will it'll start giving you Christian after Christian but then you we were talking about earlier then they there's one some that are trying to distort the scripture and make a different thing out of it or what no we're not conforming this is what it's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's That's not good. changing. This this is the word. It's right here. Yeah. You, we all have access to it. Even on your phone, you can get the Bible app. But yeah, um, yeah, it is. It's like, oh, this is fine. I'm not, you know, even though you're spending wasteless, Hours. useless time is the word. Yeah, you know, you'll get. I get catch myself getting caught up in it, and I'm like, why? What did I get out? You know. But sometimes I do find a good TikTok, and I'll send it even in our work group or whatever. And it's like motivating and empowering, but it's so funny because you can be following that, that. And like you said, on this road, and then he's like, I'm going to drop you down in the ditch and give you a fortune teller and see if this person falls into that. You know, I don't watch that, but I'm just saying it does pop up when you're in the midst of that, but it's kind of like everything in life. You can feel like you're coasting along and things will come at you. You know, Satan fires those darts at you. Like, it, it happens. That's right. You know, how do you respond? How do you act to it? What do you do? That was one of our questions lately in Elijah. Like, I'm like, I'm 50-50. You know, because yeah. I'm like, I do go into prayer sometimes. Sometimes I just want to vent and, you know, just sit there and be like, oh, why is this happening? You know, but our reaction should be going to prayer right then. And that, that is my goal. And that's where I want to be. But sometimes I'm human and that flesh takes over and I'm like, oh, in the moment, you know, or whatever. Fly off the handle for a second. Yeah. And the thing is, too, about going to prayer, you know, yesterday I was going through something and I wanted to call some people because those are my people and they're Mm -hmm. godly people, Mm -hmm. but they're still people. And they didn't answer. Well, come to find out they were on the phone with each other. And I was like, well, when I needed y'all, y'all didn't answer. And God's like, but I will always answer. And they are men. They might be my men, but they're still flesh. Yeah. You come to me first. And I was just like, heard you. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That was, that is me. I, I'm always going to a friend for advice or whatever. And it's like, go to him. He wants us to come to him with everything. He He's there. He's listening. And you, he will give you the answers. It's just, are you going to him and do you want to listen? Yeah. yeah. You know, one time I, I think I like Joyce Meyer and I like, a, I have some of her books. The Battlefield of the Mind is a very, very good book. I yeah. feel like it helped me a lot, but, uh, I bought one, <laughs> I bought one of her, uh, books uh how to oh, I can't think of the name of it I still have it at home I didn't finish reading it but I think it was like how to have an intimate relationship with God well who goes I mean I think that's great book and a reference but why was I buying that book like get in the word don't be going reading a book about it go to the real word the source. you know yeah. like but I think sometimes like we look at the Bible and like hmm I don't know where to start or I think this scripture is good huh that's why in my own life, it's important for me to be doing a Bible study because I have to learn it and retain it to know it. You know, I have to, I have to be in it and learn it. And it does, it kind of, you know, Priscilla's real good about going back to the Old Testament and the New Testament to show you both ways and stuff. And I, I like that. I think it's yeah. so cool that you have done your own Bible study. I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't that know. Is awesome. it's, we're doing, um, somebody the other day was like, well, I hear you're doing some big stuff. I'm like, I ain't doing nothing big. God, God may. Yeah. But I'm just, I, I just, I'm getting by, you know? Yeah. And I'm okay because I know that he's with me as yeah. I'm getting by. Yeah. And, um. But you were obedient and you said, yes, I will do this. And I, you could have like ignored it. I, I that, and I, I pray that I get more like that, that I still keep conforming to what I don't conform, that I keep letting him transform me. And, and the way that he has transformed my mind and renewed it is by being an I can and not an I can't. Mm -hmm. As a young kid, my favorite verse was, I can do all things through Christ. So now I speak, I can, I can, I can. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. get, I tell it my kids, like, you yes. can. I do that with time with yes. hitting the baseball. Yes, I'm like, you can. I can do all, and I make him recite it and even catching the ball. You know, he, it, sports is not like, he likes it, but it's not like, he's not, he's like me, not super confident in things. And so I tell him, and when he'll, I'll make him yell it. Like, we'll be out there yelling it. And he's like, and he'll start, and I'm like, I told you, see? And, but I, just little things yeah. like that. But, but I think that, that you need to be that spoken to you because, like I said, I feel like there's some years that were robbed of me that I did not speak that way to myself. And it was like poison, yeah. you know. Words matter. They, they really do. do. And that's why you need to know what God's word says. Because yes. that's the only word that you can ever internalize. Yeah. Like, I love that you said, like, read it for yourself, get it in your heart, put it in your mm -hmm. mind, but internalize it, like, digest it. Yes. Make it, make it count, make it matter. Well, and to me, it's like, you know, you'll hear scripture or somebody will say this or whatever. And you're like, oh, I know it's in the Bible. Where is it? Yeah. Well, that started bothering me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know it's in there. I don't have a clue. I still don't know where half of the thing, not even probably a eighth of the things are in the Bible, but the ones I do know, it feels so good to know, yeah, I do know where that scripture is. Let me find that, you know, but that really started bothering me, you know, like, oh, I know that's in the Bible somewhere. Uh, and, and I'll be real honest, the Holy Bible app on your phone is amazing because you can go type part of the scripture in there and it brings up that verse and it tells you exactly. And I'm like, oh, okay. I knew it was in there. Yeah. I'm like, I knew it was in there. Where what? And then I catch myself reading the whole page because I'm like, oh, I don't want to just read that scripture. Like where, you know, what, what else is this leading? What is the real meaning? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, that's awesome. I'm thankful. So Bible study has really been the game changer for you. It has really helped me. Uh, my friend Casey, she said, 
hey, my friend wants to lead us in a Bible study. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. She goes, I'm kind of getting tired of doing uh, the topical stuff. I want to dig in. I said, me too. Wow. And uh, I mean, it, it, I feel like there were so many breakthroughs that I went through during that. I think we all did, but it was a blessing. I tell Casey and her friend, I'm like, Devin, you changed my life. She's like, she's just the cutest thing. But she's like, no, honey, that's Jesus. That's Jesus. And I'm like, you're right. But you were obedient and you helped (coughs) us. And uh, we're about to start a new one this coming week. And I I can't wait. You know, awesome. And I want to invite people that, like, if you are, if you're around, like, Bremont, Cossie, our areas, some of you aren't even in this state, listen to this podcast. But just know that you are invited to my Bible study. It's on Mondays. When is y'all's in Grosbeck? We uh, do ours on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. Um, and find you one, man. And if you can't, then come online and do the one that we're doing right now um, about purpose and it being a process. Um, God is always wanting to continue his work in you. He's always wanting to do what this verse that means so much to Whitney is. He's wanting to always renew you and transform you and guide you and direct you and encourage you. So I just encourage you that um, Bible study is what was the game changer for these two hairstylists in teeny tiny Texas. And I guarantee it will be the game changer for you because that's what the word of God does is it, um, it divides and it um, speaks truth and it will be able to, you will be able to show in your mind the things that you might've had wrong because you can't know until you know. And then once you do know, that's whenever your life has changed. So thank you, Whitney, for um, coming and hanging out and speaking this into these people. And that verse he laid on your heart is, I think, is something we should all speak and pray. Pray over our family, pray over our friends, pray over our homes, that we not be conformed, that we not spend another day doing the things the wrong way and allow God to come in and transform our mind. And I hope that you guys um, enjoy this series. Um, Keep looking forward to the guests that we'll have. Um, We still have a few weeks left over the process and the purpose. Purpose and the process, I mean. And um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And I encourage you that you can have a relationship with the one that created you. So spread Jesus.